My Seven Chakras, episode 16. The universe is guiding you all the time. And this is the way I'm living my life right now. It's like dancing with the universe. You just follow the music. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders, and experts who have dedicated their lives to raising the level of human consciousness. Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Aditya here, and I am excited to bring you our featured guest today, Judith Costa. Judith, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Wonderful. A love and life coach, Judith's life changed when she discovered the concept of soulmates, and she went on a quest to find her own. She went on a journey of self-transformation. Judith does what she is passionate about, to help others to find true love. Judith, I've given our listeners a short introduction. So why don't you take about 40 seconds to introduce yourself? I think that you did it great. I'm happy to be here because as you said, what I love to do is to help others to find true love. This is not only my job. I teach workshops and I do one-on-one sessions on coaching, past life regression therapy, dream interpretation, and the Akashic Records. We will have time to talk about all these things today together. But uh, I, I really want to share what I have discovered in my path. This is the reason why I'm here with you and with your listeners. Wonderful. Thanks for that crisp and clear introduction, Judith. So here at My Seven Chakras, we believe in the power of Ichinen Sanzen, a Buddhist term, which means that there are 3,000 possibilities, worlds, or outcomes from just a single thought. In other words, there is infinite potential in a single thought, concept, or idea. So we usually start the show with an inspirational quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning, and compassion. So Judith, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life. I have chosen one of uh, the poet Rumi. I love him. And the quote says, love is the vital core of the soul. And I like it because... I think that one of the most important things that I have discovered is that love is not a feeling. Love is what we are made of. It's our energy. It's the vital part of who we are in essence. That is indeed inspiring. And that's actually a wonderful way to begin our chat today because love is not just a feeling. It is essentially who we are and what we represent. So thanks for that. Thank you. So let's just say you are at a health retreat somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you, Judith, what is the main focus at this point in life? What would you tell them? I will say that the most important thing is to learn how to love yourself because it's a, there is an inner connection uh, between self-love and inner joy, what we call happiness then when you are able to be your best friend, to love yourself no matter what, your life changes 365 degrees. It affects every area of your life. 
And it's the reason why you can establish also happy and healthy relationships. Because a relationship is just two mature individuals that share the love that they already have inside of themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's magnificent. Thanks for allowing us to get to know you better and moving on and learning more about love. I'm sure there'll be some more learning as we progress in this interview. Sure. Before we move on, uh, Judith, My 7 Chakras is about learning about our chakras. So for those who don't know what a chakra is, the Sanskrit word chakra literally means a wheel or a disc. Now, in yoga, meditation, or Reiki, this term refers to wheels of energy throughout the body. And there are uh, really seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine, starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head. And these swirling chakras contain invisible energy that is called prana, which is the vital life force that keeps us vibrant, healthy, and alive. So, Judith, could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your practice? Yes. Uh, again, I believe that we are all energy. Mm-hmm. Then I discovered the chakras when I studied Reiki and I apply Reiki in my sessions when it's necessary and also as a self-treatment and with my cat. Usually we don't go to the bed. I, I treat him with Reiki. Then chakras are the way we know what is going on in the body. What we do in a Reiki treatment is to balance all the chakras. For example, if you have an emotional uh, problem in a relationship, usually the heart chakra will be unbalanced, out of place, let's say this way. Then what we can do through Reiki is to make all the chakras to work in alignment, to unlock or balance all of them. And that's very important. So that is phenomenal because I love this question so much. Every time I ask this question, I get another perspective (laughs) into the importance of the chakras within our body. And really, I understand reasons why healing these energy centers can lead to mental, physical and spiritual well-being. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was uh, thinking that illness is just an imbalance. It's not that we are sick. Then by balancing the chakras, we come back to the health state. That's all. Wonderful. And did you mention that your cat uh, never goes to the wet and you have you treat your cat through these wonderful Reiki sessions? Yeah, he has a kind of uh, problem with the ear since he was a kitty cat. <laughs> so time to time, and then I ask him permission to do Reiki when I see that he scratched himself. Then instead of going to the bed and putting uh, like some uh, antibiotics or something, I ask him and then if he allows me, I do Reiki on him uh, morning and night. And if he doesn't want, then he leaves. Then I go after him and he leaves. That means that I don't want. You have to ask permission to the people before you try to heal them. It's an individual decision. You cannot heal someone if it goes against his individual karma, even a cat. Now, I can imagine a lot of people listening to the show right now who have cats and dogs or some other type of pet who really want to get a Reiki session done. So thanks for opening up that uh, possibility and introducing our listeners to something new. You're welcome. I have a very good uh, uh, client of mine Mm -hmm. that she not only discovered Reiki, she has a practice now. She quit her job to do Reiki on animals. She's a cat lover also. Then mm-hmm. uh, if the listeners want to check on Google, I'm sure that they will find a lot of uh, practitioners 
that uh, heal animals with this technique with Reiki. Wonderful. So, Judith, could you talk a little bit about Akashic Records? Uh, what do you like most about this ancient wisdom and how has uh, this wisdom benefited your life so far? Oh, my God, in so many ways. It's, it's a very powerful technique. The Akashic Records, to explain you with a metaphor, you have to imagine that there is a virtual library out there where the book of your soul and everybody's soul, it's there, like in a shelf. And during the session, what we can do is, with your permission, take the book and open it, and we can read the content. Then the session is usually based on the questions of the client. And you can ask any question to the Akashic Records, any question about your past lives, your current lifetime, or the potential development of your soul. Any question about you or about anyone related with you. That means that you can find out everything. It's like to have a 24-hour oracle open in front of you. <laughs> yeah, and it's not only about receiving guidance or an action plan or information. It's not an intuitive reading. It's totally different. Mm -hmm. The information that you receive is given to you with love. Mm -hmm. And we can do healing also. We have certain points in the hands called grace points. And during the session, the masters and teachers of the Akashic Records that are who control information and give it to me and in order for me to translate it to the client can recommend some healing. Then we can do work on forgiveness. We can let go of patterns of behavior. We can heal relationships, the body. They are so powerful mm. that they work at subcellular level. 24-hour oracle open up for you. I love that. Sign me up, please. <laughs> Whenever you want. It's important. It's important just to think about that if you can ask something about your soul, who you are in essence, what will you ask? I tell my clients, take your time to prepare the questions because just by preparing and thinking about them, you're opening your heart to receive the answers. That's true. So I'm curious, how did you first hear about these Akashic Records? In other words, what were you doing before you began this practice? Uh, tell us your story. Well, something totally different. Uh, the concept of soulmates, as you said, changed my life. My background is in advertising and interior designer. And what happened is when I read the book of Brian Wise, Only Love is Real, and I discovered the, the concept of soulmates, it really resonated with me. I really feel that there is someone out there that you have an eternal partner, more than one, because we have more than one soulmate. And I started like a quest, a journey, to find out who was my soulmate. In that moment, I was married, and the Akashic Records were one of the tools that I used to, to know. Astrology or karmic astrology can be another way, past life regression, but I put all these tools together during my training to be sure who were my soulmates and to be able to help others to really know if they are in a soulmate relationship or mm -hmm. how to find their soulmates. So let's say a person listening to the show right now wants to receive an Akashic Records consultation. What are certain benefits a person could obtain in the short term and then on the long term basis? A lot. It will totally depend on the questions, on the topics that this person want to, want to have. For example, 
I remember a, a client of mine that she was asking about the relationship with her parents because uh, the relationship with the mother was not uh, very good, let's say it this way. And what she discovered is in a past life, they were kind of fighting for the, the same man. Whoa. And the relationship has been weird. Then it was like a, like a breakthrough when we talk or the, the records gave her this kind of an information. Uh, the relationship totally changed with her mom. And I have seen amazing things because the benefits of the session not only happened during the session, days after, things continued changing. There was a client that called me when I explained this a couple of days after I received an email saying, after the session, five amazing things happened, totally unexpected, out of the blue. I couldn't even imagine that this was possible. Uh, There was a client of mine that asked me about an investment and what the records told uh, him or helped him to see was that there was a part of the investment that he was not considering. That was the emotional part and the idea that he has about giving this money to others. It wasn't about losing or gaining money. It was more about helping others. And he, again, uh, because there was a, a a connection with the person that was uh, proposing the investment, it was very helpful for him to see this other side of the investment. And he decided to move ahead. Then, as you can see, there are so many different uses. You can ask about an illness and how to heal it. We can do some healing during the session, but the records can tell you an action plan. You can ask uh, what is the best uh, decision for you right now on on a relationship or, or on a business. You can ask about uh, your soulmates. Who is your soulmate and how you can improve a relationship with your child or with your husband or with whoever you want. Then everything you want to know, it's available. So I'm sure uh, some of the guests might be having this question do they have to come to your office? Do they have to do it face-to-face? Or is this something that can be done online over the distance? If you could provide some insight on that, that would be great. Yeah. No, it's a session that can be done on distance, on the phone or through Skype, FaceTime, or Google Hangout. It's not a change to do it in person or to do it online. The only session that I cannot provide online, it's a past life regression. But the rest of the sessions, including the Akashic Records, it's okay. Uh, People prefer to have Mm. a camera, if possible, and to see each other, especially when we have to do healing. But if you want uh, the phone, it, it can be okay. It's not a big deal. Well, thanks for that. I'm sure that provides a lot of information for people who are really uh, seeking ways such as finding about the Akashic Records to transform their lives. Now, uh, the alternative healing space is truly amazing where at times miracles can take place. And I've heard of numerous healing stories in which people literally transformed their lives. So what is your biggest and most inspiring client success story till date? Oh, I have so many. I don't know how to start, but I think that one of my clients that we have been working together for, for months now, we started with coaching, but slowly, slowly, we use all the tools that I have. In the moment we started the sessions, she wasn't able to even think about having a relationship in her life. She was divorced, and she didn't really want to start a, a relationship, never again. Then we work on the topic of self-love, 
And when she increases the level of love that she has for herself, and she knows herself, she invests time in knowing who she is and what she wants in life, then her heart open again. And now she is not ready. It's, it's more than that. She is actively seeking for her soulmate. She is waiting for her soulmate to arrive into her life. And for me, to see this process of transformation, it's just amazing. That's really magical because uh, I love how you say that before you seek your soulmate or you go venture out, if you don't love yourself from within, then that loving of the other person would be difficult. Is that correct? Yes, that's totally true. Because if not, sometimes we, yes, we put a lot of expectations on top of the other. We ask the other person to complete us, to make us happy. And that's not fair. Yeah. It's a relationship. It's not two needy people that don't want to be alone. It's something bigger and better. That's true. That's true. So there you go, listeners. If you want to find your loved one or your soulmate first, look in the mirror and start loving the person in, in the mirror. And then you'll be in a better position to actually embark on that magnificent journey of finding your soulmate. So, Judith, I know that you're also into past life regression. So what is past life regression and how does it work? It sounds like uh, science fiction, but let me tell you that no, it's, it's very simple. What we do in a session, it just go through a deep process of relaxation. We can call it hypnosis, but hypnosis, it's not, uh, it's not complicated. When you are watching a movie and you are very immersed in the movie, and someone come from behind and touch you and you like uh, wake up. You are self-hypnotizing yourself. No, it's, it's this state of focused attention, but deep relaxation. Then when we have achieved this, it's, it's just me like helping the person, like in meditation, going deeper and deeper. Then we open the door that allows you to remember any of your past lives. A lot of people are skeptical about the... Uh, the truth, if what they are remembering and experiencing in a past life regression is true or not. And let me tell you that at the end, I have discovered that this is not the important thing. The important thing is that past life regression as a therapy heals. And it can be so helpful in so many different physical and emotional issues like uh, depression, anxiety, healing relationships, phobias, strange pains, then by connecting what happened in a past life with your current life now, it's bothering you or the issue that you have. We help you to release the energy that was blocked there and to solve the problem. Then it's not about traveling in time that can be so wonderful and enjoyable. It's about trying to find out what is stored in your unconscious that it's affecting your life right now. Wow. So can anyone get a past life regression session or does that person need to get some training or some experience before doing that? No, you just have to really want to be regressed. Nobody can be regressed if they don't want to. They have to be a willing. Mm -hmm. And also kind of relaxation 
and not so many expectations about the process. I say this because a lot of people that, for example, they have read the books of Brian Wise, they come with enough information. They are not afraid because they know I have been trained with him and I use the same process that he has written in his books. But sometimes people are afraid of the experience. They feel that something dangerous can happen. And let me tell you that, no, you are totally conscious all the moment. If you don't want to continue, you open your eyes and the experience ends. It's totally safe, especially if you do it with someone that is trained, it's certified and knows what it's doing. Then in my sessions, we take two hours to do the, the first past life regression. And this is because before we start, I will answer all your questions about the process. And until you are totally satisfied and calm and knowing what is going on and how it's going to be the process, we don't start. And also, after the experience, we keep some time to process whatever the experience has been, to talk about how do you feel what had happened there? What is your idea about the experience that you just have or had? Then it's important to, to understand that we are talking about a therapy. Of course, anyone can buy a CD or a DVD and try to regress uh, himself or herself. Yeah. And it's okay if you have enough information and training. May maybe you, you do it. Why not? You don't need a special training. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to know that the information that is in your unconscious and it has been stored sometimes as a mechanism of defense mechanism, it's there and pops up in a way that may be uncomfortable. Mm, I can imagine. Totally. Then it's important to do the past life regression with someone that can help you after the session to process and to understand the information that you just received. And this, this way, it will be totally safe. Now, from what I understand, people who want to make a positive change in their lives might be currently experiencing varying levels of stress or pressure from multiple areas, maybe from their job, relationships, business, or something like that. So what are certain things a person needs to keep in mind before making this transition, before getting a past life regression session? What do you normally tell your clients? Well, thank you for asking this question because it's so wonderful. The important here is to have uh, the kind of habits that will help you to eliminate the stress. What I mean is people that meditate regularly, they enter in the regression easily. Why? Because they are used to go deeper and deeper and it's not difficult for them to follow a script and to follow the voice of someone. They are kind of trained. But a part of that, in my website, you will read that it's important not to take alcohol or any drugs or anything that excites you, like coffee, just right before the session. I told them when we scheduled the session, don't come rushing from the office. Take your time to relax, uh, take a, a shower, hear some music, relax yourself. Whatever you used to relax, it's fine. But don't, don't take anything that excites you. Or don't do any activity like coming late that will affect the session. <laughs> well, thanks for that insight. I think sometimes small things make such a big difference because at the end of the day, you are going to spend some time with a person like yourself who is dedicated 
her life to uh, expanding human consciousness and you want to get the best out of your session right exactly uh, so these small things also do uh, make a difference so thanks for sharing no thanks to you for asking i totally agree with you so judith from your experience what is one highly beneficial health advice or tip that you could share with our audience which could be implemented immediately for example uh, one of our guests recently shared that drinking warm water with a dash of honey and lime is really healthy for the body in the morning i will go bigger and i will say love yourself no matter what be your best friend and you demonstrate this by choosing experiences and relationships that support this kind of love. It's a daily decision, like happiness. It's something that through taking care of your body, your mind, and your spirit, you will build. A lot of people say that, oh, my parents didn't love me, or I had a lot of unsuccessful relationships. It doesn't matter. The love of yourself will support you to go through life. It doesn't matter what challenges you will have, but it will provide inner happiness there you have it listeners don't just love yourself be your best friend now thanks for sharing uh, judith i think this could be a challenge uh, for a lot of people maybe including me as well because in life we have so many expectations from ourselves there's so many criticisms that we might have with our own selves in terms of how what type of goals we had and where we are right now so that is like a paradigm shift in terms of how we treat ourselves if we are our best friends we would want the best for our bodies and that automatically puts ourselves in a different mood and in a different space altogether so thanks for that yeah let me let me say something else that when i when i tell this to people they seem like surprise but sometimes we are our worst enemy yeah. we talk yeah we talk uh, to ourselves in a language That's so or true. we tell things to ourselves that we will never tell to our best friend like you you are not going to make it or we judge ourselves we are so hard and we criticize ourselves continuously that's the concept of being your best friend it's asking yourself constantly will i do that to my best friend will i say this to my best friend it's be mindful about the way i'm acting towards me and asking myself what is the best choice for me right now so let's move into the next phase of our show which is all about major challenges or learning moments at my seven chakras we are all about gaining life lessons from the experiences of our guests and we believe that it's only when we push ourselves beyond our limits that our success becomes meaningful to ourselves and respected by others so judith tell us about a time when you were faced by a major barrier or a major challenge take us to that moment and tell us what you were feeling at that very instance and then how did you approach that particular challenge oh well, let me tell you that i wasn't born with this level of consciousness i i went through a process i was married i was depressed i didn't make decisions on time and and that was affecting also my physical health i had no other option than to go through a process and to start asking myself how I was connected with everything that was happening to me, to take responsibility for my life and start making changes. Because I always believe in natural medicine and, and homeopathy, and I don't think that the way I could solve my problems was just taking a pill. I thought that real change comes when you really understand what is happening to you and you start changing your life to avoid 
doing the same things again and again, when you break the patterns, then positive change entering my life, I will say through the concept of soulmates. Why? Because in the moment I discovered that, so intense was my desire of finding my soulmate that without knowing, I manifested this person into my life. And what happened is I started dreaming with this person and I a lot of synchronicities happened at the same time. I was meeting him in the middle of the street and it was so curious because what I discovered is that my husband wasn't my soulmate. We had a karmic relationship, something totally different. And the person that was showing up in my life was my first boyfriend. And through everything that he was showing me, not in real life, even in my dreams, I understood that what I had in my marriage wasn't love because the love that I was feeling was so powerful. Then I understood that he wasn't the message. It's not that we are going to be together again. He was the messenger of love. And this changed everything. What is important about soulmates is that there is a strong connection between them. They, are, they share a bond of unconditional love. It's like kind of your soulmate has a key of your heart and vice versa. And soulmates are not together or they don't meet only to share their love. They meet to help each other to grow. They meet to support each other through this process. Then for me, this was very important because it's when the understanding of what is love, that true love is unconditional love, and the idea of self-love start entering in my life. It's when I start putting all the tools together that I have right now. Astrology was a hobby, but I became certified. Uh, it's five years of studies, and then I did two more in karmic astrology. I did the training with Brian Wise on past life regression. I did a, a training to become life uh, and love coach certified. And the same with the dreams. I have a master in psychology and psychotherapy that I studied because I wanted to understand what the dreams that I was having with this person mean and why it was possible that we had like a different story in a different multiverse or a different universe. And all of these things that happened to me allow me right now to help others because I have been there. I have been sick. I have been depressed and I overcome all these challenges in my life and now people can connect with me or I can understand their challenges and their love life problems because I know and this is the reason why I decide to share everything I know with others. Not only in my workshops and in the private sessions, I'm putting a book together about the story of how I found my soulmate and the transformation process that this supposed to me, all the growing that happened. And if I can do it, all your listeners, all the people that are there can do it also. I'm not a smarter. I'm at the same level. I just have the experiences before you. But if you invest time in knowing who you are and spending time on yourself, with yourself, being in silence, if you start being mindful about your thoughts and knowing the power of creation that they have. If you start reading books and paying attention to what you want your life to become, I can promise that your life 
can be transformed. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story? I think that the most important lesson uh, for me was the idea of that you need to love yourself even when you are in a relationship. Now I understand that even my husband and I, we love each other so much, we didn't know enough to make this relationship successful. And I had to take care of myself and my own happiness. And I could not put all these expectations on top of him. A lot of people like myself have the tendency to abandon themselves when they enter in a relationship. And this is not the way a relationship has to be. You have to first build this love for yourself or at the same time you are in the relationship. But I think that my most important lesson was that when you are in a relationship that is not taking the best of yourself and you cannot, because maybe the other person is not ready to invest in the relationship, when you cannot change that, you have permission to abandon the relationship. From a human perspective, we want the relationships to be eternal, let me say this way. And they are because love is eternal. But from a higher perspective, relationships sometimes have a purpose. We come here to earth with some kind of soul contracts. Our soul has an agenda and relationships are the way we accomplish this agenda. We do our homework or learn our life lessons because the most important lesson that we need to learn here on earth is how to love and how to be loved. And this is what we do through relationships. So first off, thank you for sharing your precious life lessons with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. My pleasure. It must have been really challenging for you to go back to that moment. And uh, sometimes it's something that we avoid. But at My 7 Chakras, we believe that our experiences only make us stronger and wiser. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, I agree with you. And no, it's a pleasure because sometimes people, when they hear uh, professionals like me, they think that we have something different. And let me tell you, that is not true. I have uh, just did a process and I have learned tools and I have invested on all these things to become who I am right now. And that's the reason why I, I'm happy to share because I think that others can do the same. So Judith, we are now moving on to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth. We're going to talk about finding your true calling or your purpose. Now, listeners, when you find your calling, it's a different feeling of happiness, empowerment and fulfillment. You'll realize that you've been training for your calling since the moment you were born. And just when you need it the most, the right people will show up with just the right tools you'll need to support you on your journey. So my question to you, Judith, have you found your calling? If yes, what is your calling? Yes, I have found it and we have been talking about it. I like to call myself an ambassador of love. Then the mission of spreading the idea of soulmates that we have eternal partners that are there to help us. And the idea of how important it is to love yourself, these are the messages that I want to share with others. Because my purpose is to share this philosophy, this idea that you are love. And that's the most important thing that you have come here to do, that we are on earth to be happy, not to suffer, not to just reproduce and die, we are here to be happy. 
and we are happy when we connect with the source of love, with who we are, and we share this with others. Mm, thanks for sharing that. Now, from the quote that I shared earlier about uh, Buddhism, we learned that Buddhism is all about that magical moment. Because in that magical moment, you have 3,000 things that can potentially happen. So, what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners about finding your calling beyond which you could say with confidence that this is what you were meant to do? So, let's go back in time and let's hear that particular magical moment. I think that it was a... Like a group of moments, because there was there was a moment in the past. I I cannot tell you exactly when this happened. It's like I understood the rules of the game. I knew that what I was doing here, and that we are co-creators of our life. That you can ask the universe whatever you want, but at the same time, you have to allow things to happen. Things happen within a divine timing, and this is also important in relation with the concept of soulmates. Nothing happens by chance or coincidences doesn't exist. And if you follow the signs that the universe will give you, and it's like reading the different messages, the universe is guiding you all the time. And this is the way I'm living my life right now. It's like dancing with the universe. You just follow the music. At the same time, you're very aware of what are your abilities and capabilities and you try to become the better or the best version of yourself every day it's a learning process or work in progress let's say this way i love the process and the things that you mentioned just a while back that we need to ask questions to the universe but that's not all we need to observe the signs that are around us because we have so many mystical synchronistic moments that happen every day but unless we observe them the universe cannot help us and the universe cannot uh, uh, you know make us the person that we were meant to be so thanks for reminding us to be present in the moment look around look for the interactions that you're having and the people that you meet because you never know who might be that person who can lead you to your soulmate so thanks for that yeah let me explain a funny example of what i'm saying sure after my divorce I wanted to manifest my soulmate. The first time it happened without even knowing that so intense was my desire that this person show up. But after my divorce, I didn't want anything less than a soulmate. And I started the process of attraction. And I was so excited. It was so important in my life that I keep the desire alive all the time. Mm -hmm. And in the morning when I get up, I kind of uh, think about the characteristics of my soulmate, what kind of life we are going to share together with passion, with emotion, with all my energy engaged that. And then I entered in the bathroom to take a shower and I, I always put the radio. And there was a song, State of Mind of Alicia Keys, that if you know, it says all the time, New York, New York. Mm, yeah. And that happened every day. But not only during the time I spent taking a shower, I entered in my car to commute to my uh, job and I put the radio, maybe not the first time, the first song or the second, but the third song will be again, Alicia Keys, State of Mind. Mm -hmm. And there was a voice when I was repeating this idea of, I want to be with my soulmate and I'm, I'm ready, I'm waiting for my soulmate. There is a voice that was saying, it's in New York. And I said, yeah, but 
I'm living in Barcelona in Spain. Yeah. I mean, how is that possible? Come on. I mean, it's not so complicated, no, to go to the other side of the world to, but in that moment, I didn't, I didn't understand how important it was for me to move to the United States and to start doing this job and the training that I will receive here. Then at the end, all the conditions to move to New York, rent an apartment and enroll in a coaching program were there in front of me. And I take a leap of faith and I did it. Wow. Just because this song was there day after day after day, reminding me that my soulmate was in New York. And I, I met him, not at my arrival, some, some months later, and I'm already married with this person. Then if you rely on yourself and you rely on the universe, the things that you want will manifest in your life. Mm-hmm. So, Judith, let me tell you that I love that song as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Judith. Like all things come to an end, we have now reached the final round, which is called the Wisdom Round, where I will ask you a series of questions and you will respond with nuggets of wisdom just like a rapid fire round. And during this round, our listeners will get to listen to nuggets of wisdom, get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away. So my fellow yogis and chakra listeners, in case you want to make notes, I strongly urge you to take out a notepad and a pen. So Judith, are you all set? Yes, I'm ready. Wonderful. So what is the best advice that you have ever received? It was the day of my wedding. Someone told me you have done your best prepare everything. Now, just enjoy it. Forget the rest of the things and enjoy the moment. At My 7 Chakras, we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being, what would it be? Meditate daily. So Judith, could you describe the first two hours of your day? What is your morning ritual? Oh, yes. I get up around 8 and the first thing I do is to write uh, my dream. I remember all my dreams sometimes more than one. Mm-hmm. And it's important to keep uh, a journal. I invite people to put a, a, a journal and a pen in the nightstand. And in the moment they open their eyes without looking at the iPhone or whatever, just write everything. <laughs> and then they will be able to decode the messages that come in their dreams. And after that, I do uh, like a 15 minutes meditation. Then I prepare my healthy breakfast. Then I put order in the house and I'm sitting and start working around 10, 10 o'clock. Now we know that reading books can be really inspiring and life-changing. So if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, that's so difficult. Just one book. <laughs> can I can I recommend two? <laughs> yes, sure. Please go ahead. The first one will be the one that uh, changed my life. Uh, I mentioned it before. It will be uh, the book of Brian Wise, Only Love is Real. And the second one will be Loveability by Robert Holden. It's a book about love and self-love. But if you allow me, I have changed my mind. I think that mm. the best book about love and relationships that I have ever read, it's The Mastery of Love from Don Miguel Ruiz. It's okay. a book that everyone has to read. 
I really recommend it. So Chakra listeners, you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about in the show notes. So Judith, I've truly enjoyed learning about your journey and the stories you shared were really inspiring. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say adios. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a pleasure and an honor to share with you uh, this conversation. I also have enjoyed a lot and I really appreciate the opportunity to share uh, what I have experienced in my life. And the best way the listeners can use to reach me will be uh, through my website. All the information about who I am and what I do is there. And the address is www.judithjudithm, as a Mary Costa, judithmcosta.com. Or they can send me an email with their questions at judithmcosta.com. Costa at hotmail.com. All the workshops and the different dates and the way they can register and all the different kind of sessions that we have been talking about, the life coaching, the past life regression, the Akashic records, the dream interpretation, all of them are explained there and also all the different kinds of readings that they can ask uh, about uh, astrology. And thank you again. Well, Judith, thank you for coming on our show today and sharing those priceless nuggets of wisdom. I hope our paths cross again sometime really soon. You have a wonderful week ahead filled with love, sunshine and happiness. The same for you. And I'm sure that uh, we are here together having a co a, this conversation for a reason and that our paths are connected right now. And who knows what will that we'll be able to do together in the future. Thanks a lot. It's indeed an honor. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.